Argic, welcome to the podcast. Um, super happy to have you here. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers, please? After I finish punching my microphone, yes. <laughs> Hello, I am Argig. I am a Scottish speedrunner, uh, obviously living in Scotland right now, uh, having a lot of fun just learning to speedrun, mainly Sonic the Hedgehog games. Um, but it's a case of I decided probably back in about 2015, 2016, it's like, I'm playing video games a lot. Why don't I stream them? And I started that as a hobby. And since then, it's grown arms and legs and we get to have fun with it. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And what made you like Sonic that much? Because, you know, that's really, as you said, something that you stream a lot. Uh, oh, it's like nostalgia. It's my yeah. childhood game I had growing up. Like I've, Ever since I could pick up a controller about three years old, uh, fond memories of playing my mum's Mega Drive that she had back in the day. Three games with it. Sonic 2, Mega Bomberman, and uh, Micro Machines were the three games, but Sonic 2 was the one yeah. that stuck with me. And then since then, it's like, ooh, Sonic 3 Knuckles, I'll take that. And then, ooh, Sonic Spin Boss, I'll take all that. And just <laughs> I've grew up through the years playing all yep. the different games. So it's like from the, from the Mega Drive into the Saturn, Dreamcast, all the way up. And it's like, ooh, Sonic, I want more. And obviously next month ooh sonic so i want it it's like yeah there we go <laughs> was there a time where you were kind of disappointed with the sonic games because i feel like the community you know the sonic fans sometimes they they could be uh, they can have opinions that you know the, the sonic sonic games would be not up to par with the old ones could we say that is that something yeah that oh you... no definitely yeah. like, there, there are opinions um but the sonic yeah. community we're, we're very divided on it and honestly i don't i don't blame them i don't but there, there are some games that are definitely better than others yeah. um sonic colors sonic generations absolutely fantastic games sonic unleashed i would even say is a fantastic game some people really don't like that um sonic 06 it's the infamous game personally i think the only thing wrong with it is the loading times like the mm. game was just oh right there's a reason it's called the now loading meme because you spend far too long in loading screens in that game. But honestly, the game itself, like, it had potential. It just wasn't up to the... the. It wasn't up to Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Like, people wanted a sequel to those games. And 06 wasn't it. Um, but it's like, I will say personally, like, the latest one that came out, the latest 3D platformer, Sonic Forces... For me, it's very mediocre. Um, I feel like they shouldn't be sticking classic Sonic inside with modern Sonic. It's like, classic Sonic, keep them 2D, keep them with Mania. Fantastic yeah. game. Everybody loved it. Do yeah. more of Mania that. Mania was great. Mania was, was yeah. really, really good. It made me feel like, because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I uh, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but because I, I had an NES. But mm. uh, for the next generation, I had a Genesis, which is basically a Mega Drive. And Sonic 2 was the game, you know, at that time. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. And um, and I, I've been missing, you know, that kind of retro, what seems to me like the OG Sonic way to play Sonic. Mm. You know, like, you know, like just feeling like I'm back in the old days playing what a real Sonic game is. If you're not, you know, uh, not real Sonic. I'm, I'm <laughs> that's going to get you in trouble. Yeah, that's, that's um, going to get It's like, uh-oh. Uh. 
But no, um, I, I get you. I yeah. get you completely. And like Mania was a callback to that. Like they, yeah. they say the tagline is by the Mania for the Mania, and that shows. Like it, it's true. It really yeah. is. Even um, the music was am- like for me. Like oh, Sonic is not about the gameplay; it's about the music as well. Like I love Sonic music, and like Mania had some amazing soundtracks as well. Uh, yeah, no, I did it very much. T Lopes did a fantastic job on that. Like I love the music that he came out with. It's so good. Um, yeah. But like I, I will say, like Forces, I thought was a mediocre game. It had some bangers in there, though. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing about Sonic games. The gameplay might be a bit naff in some of them, but the music is always on point. Like, yeah. they do so good with the music. It's like, you'll find a fault in every single game, but there's sure. no... Well, okay, there's one game where you don't care about the gameplay and you don't care about the music, and that's Sonic Chronicles, because we don't speak of that game. That game just... <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah. the Sonic game that I think all Sonic players will agree on, that we don't speak about that game. It's like, no. Yeah, it doesn't exist. No, exactly. Uh, and it's very hard for, you know, for Sega to um, to keep up with the expectations of the community, I feel, because, like, mm. you know, again, if you're like us, you played Sonic 2, and you're like, that's that was the shit right back then. And you, you're kind of looking for, like, you know, again, so, an, another Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania 2 is probably what you, you're hoping oh. uh, that will happen, right? <laughs> but it, there's uh, it's the same similar things with, like, uh, games like uh, Streets of Rage uh, that you've played. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh you know that i've i love and uh we've done a campaign with it uh a few months back and uh they had so much pressure you know from the community i raised my hat to them like and i absolutely loved the game but like what was the the first thing that for me when i like, looked at the trailer i was like oh my god like it's not like pixel art it's it's different it's hand-drawn and like my first reaction was like like it's not it's not streets of rage like wait a minute like you know i needed to kind of get used to it but when i played it i was blown away you know it was so like it felt for some reason i don't know how they did it but it just felt so much like a streets of rage game i felt like you know i i almost i can even imagine like streets of rage one two three to be hand-drawn at that point you know what i mean like it, it just it just worked um so it's something you know difficult for for og Again, using quotes here, oh, OG OG games to come up with, you know, sequels uh, 20, 30 years later. And, and, and you know, uh, the community is so passionate about these titles. And uh, what, what were your thoughts? I'm just curious. What, what were your thoughts uh, on mean, Streets of Rage 4? Oh, Streets of Rage 4? I loved it. Uh, yeah. I had the exact same impression as you when we first saw it. It's like the game came out. It's like, oh, the music sounds nice. This is it. It's like, mm, oh, my God, there's Axel. And then it's like the announced Blaze. And we were all just like, yes, that's it. Blaze is here. We're done. We don't need any more. That's, I don't care. Um, but it was a case of it's like looking at the style of the game and I'm going... Like, I was humming and hawing. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Is it good? Is it not? Like, I love my pixel art because pixel art is amazing. Yeah. And you've got the varying degrees of pixel art. But it's like, this this is hand-drawn. It's it's very it's very comic book is what mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. But then the game came out and I was just like, nah, they made the right choice. Like, yeah. they, yeah. They've, they've brought this 90s classic game, pulled it up into the modern era, as you say, it plays like a Streets of Rage game because it is a Streets of Rage game. The folks, yeah. the, the dev team that worked on it, they've they've taken the time, they've seen what worked in 1, 2, and 3. They've went and added new things into 4, and we have a lot of fun with it. And then we thought it was done, and then the Mr. X Nightmares DLC came out, and they added a roguelike mode to it, and I'm like, yes. 
Because like, I, I played that. I played that, as you said, like we did the sponsored thing for it. Um, yeah. We're going to play it on the Steam page. First time ever doing anything like that, which was amazing. The four hours just flew in. Like, yeah. I, I legitimately couldn't believe it when people were like, yeah, your four hours are done. I'm like, oh, I was enjoying this. Because like <laughs> the fact that they added the roguelike mode in means every time you play it, it's different. You have to take your skills on the fly and see how high you can climb. I think my highest I've got is like 438 right now with uh, with Shiva. And it's just like, how do people get up to floor 100 on that? It's it's like you're getting to one shot levels at 38 never mind getting any higher on that one but it just goes to show the skill that people have in the games and we've got other players in the streets of rage community that they just they absolutely nail it because they know these games inside and out and it just goes to show you that the devs that know the game inside and out because they've managed to cater to these players who are absolutely loving it and i just i feel like it's it's a boon from like 2018 onwards now where it's like people have realized, oh, well, people do want these remakes. They do want these remasters. Like it started way back. Like I, one I can remember was the uh, the Devil, Re- Devil May Cry trilogy mm-hmm. that got remastered. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, look, we did Devil May Cry. There you go. And it's like, okay, th- this was cool. You saw that. And then we started seeing more and more games come through. And something that I've really loved about it is that it moved on to the Crash and Spiral games. It's like we got the Crash Reignite, uh, sorry, the Crash Insane trilogy and yeah. the Spiral Reignited trilogy. And you're like, I grew up with these games. Like, thank you for remaking these games. Like, I grew up with these. And then through that spawned the new Crash game, Crash 4. And you're just like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Crash 4 would have ever happened if it wasn't for the fact that the remasters actually did well and people enjoyed it. Yeah, so exactly. we got they must have validated like yeah. what the community was looking for. If they were interested in more Crash of that, then we got Crash it. Game. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But like the, the the line is so infinitely thin between like producing a game that feels lazy as a remaster, just like adding a coat of paint mm-hmm. and um maybe trying to do too much like like you need to balance it out you need to make it feel new while respecting what's you know good about the old game and 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 also not changing the dna too much of the original game so i I think i'm thinking of resident evil uh Mm -hmm. 2 was it remaster or three. I don't know if you've, if you've played it. I'm, but... I'm not the biggest Resi fan, but I do know the games that came out, and I have a few friends that were yeah, all like, I think it was the second one these. that I played that I really, really, really enjoyed. Mm. Um, even like Final Fantasy VII, right? Like, that's that's a big change. Uh, you know, Seven's you know, from interesting. The, yeah, from, from the original one. But I, I personally really enjoyed it. Oh. Like, I, I went through it like within like a week or two. Um, it was really, really fun. Um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting. Uh, all these remasters, these remake, mm-hmm. um, the you know, but it's easy to to look at it and be like, oh, let's make some money. Let's just yeah, it's a cash know, grab, a like, oh. like But that that's not going to fly, especially now with so many examples of how to do it properly. You know, how to make a game that feels new while respecting what's been great about the OG games. Um, but mm-hmm. enough about that. I'm curious to hear. Uh, hear you talk about speed running. Yeah, uh, well, back at the start, um, you might have heard big event, summer games done quick, awesome games done quick, run mm-hmm. by the games done quick team. Um, I've been watching them since like 2011, 2012, back on Twitch when they were there. And it was a case of I would watch these games that I grew up with and just watch them be destroyed in the most fascinating ways. And I'd sit and watch them twice a year when they were on and I'd be like, 
yeah, I could never do that. I, I could never do that. Nah, nah, it's fine. Uh, and I'd keep watching that, keep watching that. And every time I would watch it, it would rekindle that idea of, I want to do that, but I could never do that. And it just, it went on, it went on. And then obviously 2015 is when I decided, ah, I'm playing video games anyway. I want to, I want to stream. Let's start streaming. So I'm going to come home. I'm going to play video games. I'll just broadcast it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Had no intentions of taking it beyond a hobby. Like that wasn't the goal at the time. Um, then 2016 happened and it was a case of Awesome Games Done Quick had happened in the beginning of that year. We still had that drive. We still had that fire. And then I decided I'm going to join the Sonic Speedrunning community Discord. I'm just going to get to know people. I'm going to talk to them. We're just going to have fun. Um, and they were hosting an event called Sonic Speed R. Um, long story short for that, 25 days, different Sonic game. Feel free to join. Any skill level welcome. It's just a race for fun. Mm-hmm. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to join that. I'm going to join some of the events. We'll see how it goes. Ended up doing all 25 races. There was only mm. three people in the entire community who did that. And me, as a complete noob to it, was one of them. And it well, was great. The first because time you ever for, first, ran? Yeah. First time really? I ever decided to pick up any of the games and try them out. So it's like, I didn't know any of the glitches. I didn't know any of the tricks. I knew nothing. Well, but we were in this call but together. You knew the game. You knew the game yeah. enough, right? Yeah. But oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Because like, I grew up with them. Mm-hmm. I knew the games like from muscle memory. Like, I knew the games yep. from it's just, oh, I know this level of nostalgia. There you go. And like I could get through them at a decent pace. Like I was going to be last in most of them because that's just how that worked at the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like these people, they've all played their games. They knew exactly what they were doing. And some of them were like, they were watching me after they'd finished and like they were telling me tricks and tips and how to get faster and do some of the stuff. And it was great. It was great fun. But um, at the end of that, I decided, right, okay, I actually want to learn speedrunning properly. Sonic Adventure DX, here we go. Jumped into the channel within the Discord. was like, hey, folks, I love playing this. I want to learn it properly. Let's go. And from there, that was it. Um, it was like, that was, I was hooked on speedrunning. Um, so it wasn't until... Uh, it, t- it took about a year or two um, until I finally started going to events. Um, I felt confident enough in my ability to mm-hmm. to speedrun these games, to showcase them off at marathons, because like, we've got a number of marathons all over. Um, I keep mentioning um, Games Done Quick, because like, it is the big one. Like If you hear yeah. speedrunning, you'll hear Games Done Quick. But there sure. are thousands of other ones as well, like plenty of online events that are, are benefiting other, other charities, other um, movements and that that happen. So it was like a case of, you run at the little ones and then hopefully you get good enough to go to the big one, basically. Um, and I was just doing that. And about 2017 was where I got confident enough and going, right, I want to go to these events and actually start doing stuff. And then Sonic Mania came out. And for me, Sonic Mania, just it changed everything. Because being uh, an older player and growing up with the classic Sonic games, but joining speedrunning later meant... The games that I wanted to play, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, they were already routed. Like, they were already kind of figured out in a sense where if you wanted to learn the speedrun, you'd watch a tutorial or you'd watch an existing run and you would try and copy that rather than figuring it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Sonic Mania was my intro to, hey, I can help route this game. I can help be part of the community who makes this speedrun into what it is today. And I got to do that, and it was absolutely fantastic. Being able to 
to join in with like-minded folks. We're all sharing ideas. We're going, okay, we can do this, but what if we do it over this part of the level? Is it faster? Is it slower? What about this trick? Somebody discovered a trick in level seven. Let's see if it works in level two. And we did that for months upon months upon months, and it was great fun. But um, once that like once that happened, I like I adopted Sonic Mania as my main game, and that was the game I started to showcase at a lot of marathons and whatnot. And I got to fly out to Sweden as part of the European Speedrunner Assembly, performed there, performed in a whole bunch of online marathons. Actually, going to be performing it again in like a week's time as well, which is going to be good mm-hmm. fun because I still do it. It's a lot of fun, and I will keep trying to get you know, better and better. Don't you get tired of it. Like I mean, I, nah. I would, but yeah, I yeah, no, I I under I do get tired of it at times. Like there's just some days where you wake up and you go, ah, I don't want to speed run. Like, I don't want to play these levels again. Like it's yeah. it's not something I want to do. But part of the fun and part but, of the I challenge. Mean, yeah, apologies, but what do you do when you wake up? Like you have a stream, right? Like yeah. you wake up, you're like, I'm supposed, I'm supposed quotes again here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quotes here again. Uh, I'm supposed to speed run today to my community. Like I don't feel like it. What what do you do? Do you do you do it anyways, or you just no, him, like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't feel like it. Like, no, no. If if you if you don't do it, if you, if your heart's not in it, your runs are going to suck, and people are going to notice. Like it's the yeah. same with any stream. Like it, that that doesn't matter in terms of speedrunning. I feel like that's just a streaming thing in general. If you wake up one morning and you're just not feeling it, people are going to know, and they're not going to enjoy themselves. They're not going to have as much fun as if you were at your prime. Uh, for speedrunning, it's the same idea. You're going to go in and it's just like, I'm, I'm not feeling it. You're going to make mistakes that you wouldn't normally make. You're not going to go as fast as you can. But the drive for me, with Mania at least, is just like, it's the game that I still have fun playing. Like, it's one mm-hmm. of those, it's a game that if I was stuck on a desert island and could have only one game, it would be Sonic Mania. Because really? like, I just, I enjoy playing it. It's a yep. great game. And like, you need that drive if you want to keep going. But obviously, speedrunning itself is, if you want to, if you, it, you're basically competing against yourself. Yeah. Like there is competition, there is the leaderboard, there are races and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you're just trying to set the fastest time that you can do. And once you reach a time that you're happy with, that's it. Like there you go. Congratulations. You can move on to the next game or move on to the next thing that you've got going. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that that's kind of what I do. I kind of cheated a little bit because um, speedrunning is like you're you're saying retro gaming is a niche. Speedrunning is a niche within a niche. Yeah, yeah. Sonic speedrunning is a niche. <laughs> like you're going down the rabbit hole, you're like you're boxing yourself in here. You're like, oh no! And people know that if you branch out too far from what you're known for, people just aren't going to watch you. Like you're not playing yeah. that game, therefore they're not going to watch you. So I, I've cheated a little bit, and I have this thing that I like to call the top ten trial, mm-hmm. which is my overall stream goal or my overall speedrunning goal to earn a top ten leaderboard time in every single Sonic game. And there's about 88 of them. So it's like, ah, that's going to take a while. Um, But what it allows me to do, which is kind of cheating a little bit, uh, like if I just don't feel like speedrunning Sonic Mania, I'll go speedrun one of the other Sonic games that I feel like doing. Um, But if uh, I've also got quite lucky in the fact that if I don't feel like speedrunning at all, people know that I'm a big fan of indie games. So I can Mm -hmm. just stick on an indie game. Like I'm on a... I'm interested I'm curious in hearing you talk too. about this. Yeah, sorry, go go ahead, Mary. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, how does your audience take it when you speed run versus when you don't? How do they react I, to that? I, I have my core audience, which is great. Um, everybody has their core audience that will come in regardless of what you're playing, and they're there for you, which is awesome. Um, and I, I have a fairly good core. 
Uh, but it is a case of if I'm not speedrunning Sonic games, my numbers do take a hit. Like it's mm-hmm. it's obvious, it's clear. Like ah oh, well, like okay, he's not speedrunning today, but they do come back, which is always nice. So it's okay. It's a case of I've set people up with the expectations. Every Tuesday, I ain't speedrunning. I, I it's to prevent burnout. It's so I don't get bored. It's, it's so I can check out some of the other stuff. Because yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Like indie games are getting churned out left, right, and center. There's so many mm-hmm. games out there, and I'm just like. I want to play them, but I can't if I'm speedrunning. So it's like the idea is every Tuesday I can pick some indie games that I like and I want to do it. Like right now I'm on a yeah. bit of a I'm on a bit of a, a roguelike binge because there's so many roguelike games out there and I'm having a lot of fun with them. Like Hades took over yeah. my life for a while because of course it did. It's Hades. Everybody loves Hades. Uh, but people, stuck? do you feel stuck in this? Like, do you feel stuck that you know? I, and I, I, you know, I, we work with a lot of creators and, and some a lot of retro creators, and I, I, sometimes I feel like you're you're stuck between like wanting to please your audience and what you actually you want to do, and you you know you going uh, ahead and doing something that they're not used to. You're, you you might fear that you know they're going to leave you and they're going to go elsewhere. They're not going to come back. Um, it, it, do you feel that? Oh yeah, definitely. I've, I I feel like every streamer feels that. Um, it's it's a constant worry that you're having. Like you're trying to appease your audience, but at the same time you are trying to keep yourself happy because if you're not happy, you're not putting out good content. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as as I say, I feel like that I I've curated my community in such a way where they can expect that. Now, if I do something completely way out of left field, like yo, I'm Org, I'm going to play Fortnite today. <laughs> I'm going to get laughed out the door, and people aren't going to come and watch. Even my core audience are going to be like, nah, and away you go. Um, I feel like that's just par you for the speed course. You could Fortnite, like, be the fastest to die, for example. I mean, that's I easy. Know. Just don't pull your parachute. Yeah. Done. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, it is one of those things. Like, well, to be serious about Fortnite speedrun for it, there are Fortnite speedrunners. Like, there's the really? death run maps in that that you can do, like, get the fastest time in some of the death run maps in that that are made. Um, so you, there are people out there that do that. Uh, it's just not me. Um yeah. But yeah, like it is a case of sometimes I do feel like, oh, I'm a little bit boxed in, but my box is a little bit bigger than what it was back in, say, 2017, 2018, which yeah, is you nice. Can slowly, yeah, bring you bring new more stuff into new, it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. I've I've brought more indie games into it. Um, there was one that came out recently called Glyph. Um, you're a mm-hmm. little you're a little mechanical ball who turns into a little scarab that can fly around the place. It's a 3D platformer similar to like Cooler World, uh, and it's it's a fantastic little indie game. And I spent about two streams just 100% in that game because it was fun, it was quick, it was enjoyable. And at the end of it, I went, I want to speedrun it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, do you know what? It's a speedrun, so now I can play it on any of my other streams. It's not necessarily Sonic but it's still speedrunning. So it's a case of people will start to get used to seeing that in there and then another little secret or kind of little cheese that I'm planning on doing is like the idea of just an indie speedrun stream where I'll take all the indie games I've learned and just speedrun them back to back. Um, And it's just like maybe one Saturday, a special event. We're going through all these indie games that I can speedrun and we just do a speedrun of them. And as long as you make it as like, as long as you bring the hype to it, like you make it some kind of event, people are going to turn up to watch it. Uh, sure. And that's the thing. Because uh, you do get the typical, oh, I'm going to speed run. I'm doing the grind. I'm doing the practice. You'll get people that absolutely love that and they'll come and watch the process and they'll see it. But there are people out there that just want to see the final product. So it's like yeah. they just want to see a good run. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, I, and I like the fact that 
if they want to see a good run, they're going to have to come and watch. There's no mm-hmm. guarantee that there's going to be a good run. Yeah. But when you get one going, you want to be like, I was there. there. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm here. Look, mom, on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. But which it's is, that kind of moment. Which is mostly why people watch speedruns, I feel. Are yeah. you afraid, like, you know, do you feel like you're stuck in there? Like, because in terms of growth, like, right, growing, like, what's your goal? Or do you want to grow more? Do you not care? Are you okay with the numbers that you have right now? Like, like, or, or do you feel stuck? Like, what? how do you feel about that? I want to grow more. Like my idea, my idea, I want to go full-time. I want to be a full-time content creator. Are you not right now? Uh, no, I... So uh, you have a job? Yes, yeah. I do. Oh, uh, I, I, I do. My streaming hours are basically full-time streaming hours. Like yeah. I do eight hours a day, four days a week, and wow. then I do a three-hour stream on Wednesdays. But on Wednesday afternoons, Thursdays and Fridays, I work a nine-to-five job wow. to keep some money coming in. Uh, but it's like, it's a case of, I, I would like to, at some point, be able to ditch the job and be like, no, I'm a full-time content creator. This is my job. This is what I do. I'm making a decent amount of money right now, but not enough to go full-time. Like, yeah, I've got sure. to be smart when I'm doing it. I can't be like, I'm going to give up my job because that's how I get myself in trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do that on the flip side. Ideally, yeah, I want to I wanna push my numbers higher. Everybody wants to push the numbers higher. Um, but I'm not looking for megabucks. Like I'm not looking to be the next ninja, the next cool carnage, the next uh like not looking to be anything like them. Enough that I can make ends meet and make people happy with my content is what I'm how, aiming for. How do you think you can achieve that? Do you have a plan? Like do you know like are you, is there a direction you want to go? Is that is that going to more to play more indie games or to, you know, get out of the maybe the sonic content a little bit more, you know? No, really. For me, it's a case of continue doing what I'm doing with the top 10 trial. Like, I'm fairly yeah. set in that one because that's a personal goal for me as well as a stream goal. Like, I want to be, I want that, uh, I want that article that says speedrunner compl- is, is top 10 in all 88 Sonic games because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to do that. Um, and there's articles out there. Um, the Mexican runner was one, a person who managed to collect every single, uh, collect and beat every single NES game. And it's like, that was an achievement. That was amazing. It's like, I want to do something like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, as you say, it's like, I just want to branch out to some indie games because indie games are good fun to play. Uh, it's good to showcase them off as well. I could potentially open up more sponsorship avenues and things like that because Sonic Speedrunning, while it's nice, doesn't particularly have much in the way of like, oh, here's a new game sponsorship or something like that. You know, like it's yeah. not... It doesn't have that level of... It doesn't open yourself up too much to those opportunities. For sure. Um, but, How do you deal with that, with sponsorships in general? Like, we did a sponsorship with you uh, for Streets of Rage on Steam. Mm-hmm. I think that was something, like, as you said, it was new for you. Um, and obviously, you had fun because I was watching you play it on Steam, and it was, uh, was a lot of fun to watch. How do you go about finding, because I feel like that might be a way, because growing an audience, you don't really control that, right? Like no, you, you, you no. cross your fingers, you do your best and you hope for the best. Um, and then the numbers come or not, you know, frankly, mm. I've, I've seen it all. I've seen guys that have been doing it for 10 years and the numbers are not moving. And that's, that's the way it is. You know, what can you do? Uh, but sponsorship, you have a little bit more control over it. And that's what we're trying to do here at Streamforge, try to help, you know, s- smaller folks, you know, uh, small, medium sized guys that typically don't necessarily get uh, a lot of uh, sponsorship offers, uh, or at least not necessarily know how to get 
the sponsorships. So how do you go about this? Like, you know, do, do you look for sponsorships um, and any challenges you come across when you're doing that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the challenges of the fact is how do you approach a sponsorship in the first place? You know, it's mm -hmm. what's your value is the hardest question you can ask yourself as a streamer because you're either going to undervalue yourself and then you'll just you'll do something that should have been worth more money or you'll oversell yourself and you won't get any opportunities for it at all. Um, and that's something that's really, really hard. Like, I don't have any answers to that because uh, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to do it. When you folks reached out with the Streets of Rage thing, I'm just like, this is a gold mine. Th th this is exactly what I'm looking for. It's a decent, a decent pay for doing a four-hour stream of a game that I was going to play anyway. You know, yeah. like that's the thing, like that's the perfect mix, the perfect scenario, because you're getting really engaging content from a streamer who really loves what they're doing yeah, exactly. and you're getting a genuine reaction and I'm getting some payment from it. Like that, yeah. that's the win-win. And that's, that's a big struggle in, in the sponsorship world because, you know, it's, I, I, I don't want to say easy, but it's simple to send, you know, a mass email to like everybody that you have an email for and, and just be like, I want to play my game, but it doesn't make the person on the other end, like want to play the game. Like you want, you need to make sure, and that's what we do here. Like we, we make sure that whoever we talk to, whoever we engage with for sponsorship, like there's an interest there based mm -hmm. on, you know, what they've played on stream, their stats, their audience, like, and so on. And, and so what we want is reactions like, like you, like you get this and like, of course, like it makes so much sense. Like that's, I was going to like, when I hear like, I was going to play it anyways, like I'm super hyped. Now you might say like, well, if he was going to play anyways, why do you pay him to play it? I much rather pay the person to make sure they play it. They, they, they play it for a certain amount of time and, and during a certain, you know, window of time. Uh, so we can, you know, get bigger numbers on, on Twitch and Steam and so on, um, have some control over it in a sense, not just leave it up up in the air and be like, you know, fingers crossed, let's hope he actually plays it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and but but that's what we want. We want to make sure that, you know, the reaction is there. And also the audience is so important. Like you, as you mentioned, like when you play certain games, your audience might not follow necessarily, at least not all of it, all, all of them. Um, so that's another thing like we want to make sure of and um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I feel like as a retro creator, um, there's, there's a lot more opportunities, um, than you think, but it's a matter of, you know, kind of knowing where to look, but, uh, anyways, we'll, uh, we'll have more offers for you for sure. In the, in the short term, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's always a good thing, but as you say, yeah, it's, it's knowing where to look and knowing how to price yourself correctly for it. Um, Cause there's, it's, if, if, we, if we knew the answer to that, people wouldn't be struggling to be content creators, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a wrap, isn't it? Uh, it was It, it went quick, yeah. yeah. It went fast. Yeah. It always seems to go fast when you start it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 30 minutes already. Um, it was an absolute pleasure, uh, Argic. I used to call you Argic, guys, it's Argic. <laughs> Right. You had to practice for like 20 minutes this morning, don't worry. Don't worry about it. I, I, <laughs> I was looking at many. myself in the mirror. Our gig, our gig. Um, where can we find you online, man? Uh, can find me main place as always over Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash argic. It's where I uh, it's where I do my streams. As I say, five days a week, every Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, eleven till three, and then six until nine. Uh, except for Wednesdays, it's only six until nine. 
Uh, but I also have a YouTube channel. I'm starting off a YouTube. Well, I say starting off. It's got a thousand uh, subscribers now, which is really nice. Uh, but I, I post up my speedruns, some indie game playthroughs. And lately, it's been a lot of fan games because there's a nice fan game expo. So check out. Uh, search for Argic on YouTube. You'll find me there as well. Would love a sub on that. And if you just want to hear my general musings and that, I do have a Discord server and I have a Twitch, uh, a Twitter as well, at JKArgic is where I post all sorts of shenanigans because that's what we do. Very nice. We'll check you out for Not sure. Bad. And I invite everyone to check him out as well. Argic, thank you so much, man. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you.